Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have a million things going in your life right now, <laughs> no matter no matter what stage of it you're in, so thank you. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and to help it to grow uh, pretty amazingly the last couple months, thank you so much. I'm humbled by that, incredibly grateful for it. Uh, for those of y'all that have come over to Patreon and are financially supporting the podcast and getting the extra couple podcasts each week, thank you again for that as well so much. Weather's turned a little warmer. I'm trying desperately to get potatoes in the ground uh, a little bit late this year, but it's been rather soggy, so I'm not sure even if I was on time if that would really be good. And the little pup is growing rapidly, Lola, although I keep wanting to call her Lulu. I think that is about it. Father, thank you for this time to record this podcast today. Thank you for you and your son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to podcasts, that share it with others. Thank you for living in America and all the blessings that you bestow upon us. Forgive us our sins, both as individuals, and as a nation, help us to overcome them, Lord. Guide our steps. Help us to seek you first in your kingdom and your righteousness, to love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Guide those who lead us. Give them wisdom and courage and a strong faith, Lord. Guide those who protect us. Bring them home safe to their families. And help me to speak the words you want me to. In your son's name we pray. Amen. We're going to go back to something I haven't talked about. I think in a little over a year, uh, we revisit every so often. Uh, have a man that I have a pretty good deal of respect for and he talks often about when you're teaching something. I can't remember what exactly he calls it, but circling back somehow. And uh, that matches the Marine Corps muscle memory mantra that we talk about so often on here. And so today we're going to go back and revisit. Uh, this is not one of our founding fathers comments, which we need to go back and do a couple of those too. But this is from a man named Paul Harvey. If you're familiar with him at all, he was a, a columnist, I think, for newspapers, a radio commentator for sure. Uh, for decades, I grew up with my, my parents listening to him. I'm sure some of y'all did. Some of y'all may not know him at all. And, but he did a article broadcast every few years um, maybe longer than every few, maybe 
just a few times over 20 years or so, but he did it multiple times. And it was titled, If I Were the Devil. And so we're going to read through that today and talk about it a little bit. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I would want to engulf the whole earth in darkness. I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population. But I would not be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. So I should set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I would begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper, the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what is bad is good and what is good is square. In the ears of the young married, I would whisper that work is debasing, that cocktail parties are good for you. I would caution them not to be too extreme in religion, in patriotism, in moral conduct. And the old I would teach to pray, to say after me, our Father, which are in Washington. Then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull, uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd infiltrate unions and urge more loafing, less work. Idle hands usually work for me. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions. Let those run wild. I'd designate an atheist to front for me before the highest courts, and I'd get preachers to say, she's right. With flattery and promises of power, I would get the courts to vote against God and in favor of pornography. Thus, I would evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, then from the houses of Congress. Then, in his own churches, I'd substitute psychology for religion and deify science. If I were Satan... I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. Then my police state would force everybody back to work. Then I would separate families, putting children in uniform, women in coal mines, and objectors in slave labor camps. If I were Satan, I'd just keep doing what I'm doing. And the whole world 
would go to hell as sure as the devil. Uh, so, if you know much of anything about what's going on in the country today, this uh, again, this is one of the earlier versions of this little broadcast. He did it multiple times over multiple years. This was from 1964. You start off with the first paragraph, engulf the whole earth in darkness. God talks about that specifically, about how people that do right love the light, but people who do wrong love darkness. The fact that the United States is under such moral attack and has been for decades is because we are a Christian republic. And we've managed to convince a good chunk of our population that this isn't true, which is one of the reasons that I feel this podcast is so important, because we we were born a Christian nation, and that's why we see these attacks against us, because the devil certainly doesn't like that at all. That's what makes us unique. Everything else comes from that. First Amendment, Second Amendment, everything else flows from the fact that we were born a Christian nation. That's why you don't have it anywhere else, folks, because you don't have any other nation that has been born a Christian nation in the world, in the history of the world. Do as you please, right? Whisper to Eve, do as you please. Isn't that what we tell everybody today? You're right from your own point of view. You want to be a man that sleeps with men, sleep with men. You want to be a woman that sleeps with women, sleep with women. You want to divorce, divorce. You want to cheat on your spouse, cheat on your spouse. You want to watch porn. You want to drink yourself into oblivion. Whatever it is that you want to do that feels right to you, do it. And we do. We teach children the Bible is a myth. We make them feel like intellectuals when they say, oh, I don't really believe in that. I'm smarter than that. We have managed to convince them that man created God, right? You talk about our rights that we talk about so often on this podcast that go all the way back to the Declaration of Independence, that our founders knew came from God. Today, we say, no, no. Man created God, so our rights really come from the state, which John Adams warned us about. They say what is bad is good, and what is good is square. Abortion is good. Rejection of God is good. Illegal immigration is good. Socialism and communism are good. Feminism is good. The destruction of the family is good. Racism, bigotry, Critical race theory, identity politics, these are all good, good, good. LGBTQ relationships are good. Pretending men are women and women are men is good. Pretending that men and women are the same is good. When they're all evil. Work is debasing, right? Convince these young married couples, go out and drink. Have a good time. Don't work too hard. Enjoy your life. So we find ourselves in debt. We go to colleges that we can't afford to get jobs that will never pay off the amount of loans that we've gotten. We buy vehicles we can't afford and houses we can't afford. And we pretend to be a certain lifestyle. We spend money as quickly as we can get it. 
with no thought of the future of our children or grandchildren. Don't be too extreme in your religion, patriotism, or moral conduct. There's no reason to act right. Nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. Why would you even try? America is not perfect. America was based on slavery and greed. We ignore the truth of our Christian founding. All the way from Columbus. Because we don't teach it anymore. Because we don't teach real history. Or if we do, we only teach very selective parts. And we teach it so quickly that students don't have time. And we force so much other information in their head that students don't have time to understand it or digest it. So don't love America. America's not so great. And religion, that's a horrible thing. You don't want to be religious, except that God told us that pure religion was to care for widows and orphans. And yet every single value that we promote today from the left hurts the widow and the orphan, the poor and the needy, the woman and the child. Teach our old to pray, our father, which are in Washington, to trust Washington, D.C. and a body of men over our father who art in heaven, which our founding father, President Washington, prayed multiple times each week, if not daily. Make our authors make literature lurid, filled with sex and drugs and violence. And TV the same. Look at it today. And we feed our kids this information and our music. Cardi B is now on a McDonald's Happy Meal, a McDonald's bag, cups. We set up these people that promote filth, that promote destruction as good role models for our children. We feed them music and books and TV and phones and social media that destroy their minds, their morality, and their future and act as if it was a good thing. Unions infiltrate them and urge more loafing and less work. We constantly want more and more and more. We want the minimum wage to go up and up and up, but we don't want to offer anything more. Idle hands do work very well for the devil. Pedal narcotics, sell alcohol, tranquilize the rest with pills. How many kids do we give pills to today because they have ADD or ADHD or anxiety or depression? Put them on a pill. That'll fix them. That'll make them better. Give them drugs. We have fentanyl flooding across the southern border. And who's to say that sex and cell phones and social media aren't just another kind of drug? Give them that. Put them in front of a kid at the dinner table. So we don't have to bother with them. So we don't have to teach them how to actually be a family. Get women out of the home so that they don't have time to love their husbands or raise their children. 
convince them that they're a failure if they don't work outside the home and that to say anything else is sexist and misogynistic. Tell the schools to focus on intellects, but neglect discipline. Kids can do almost whatever they want in school today with little to no consequence because they might have some kind of emotional disturbance and you don't want to hurt their feelings. Let their emotions and their actions run wild. Let them have no fear of authority. Let them run rampant. And the parents do. And the schools do. The children run the homes. They tell the parents what to do, implicitly or explicitly. And then the parents demand that the same is true at school because if they can't control their children, they certainly don't want anyone else controlling their children. Send atheists before the courts. Have preachers say she's right. Some churches today don't even acknowledge Christ's divinity, the fact that he was God, fully God and fully man. Vote against God, 1947, separation of church and state. Roe v. Wade, destroying human life. Get the Ten Commandments out of school. Get prayer out of school. Get God out of school in the classroom, even though our founders over and over and over again explicitly said that the Bible had to be the primary textbook from Fisher Ames, who was the author of the First Amendment on, including Thomas Jefferson and many, many others. And vote in pornography. Make it easy to have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want, however you want, so that you don't have to focus on loving your spouse, your husband, or your wife. Make sex to be great outside of marriage, but horrible inside of marriage, a burden inside and liberating outside. The exact opposite of the truth. So now we have God out of the courthouse. Now we have him out of the schoolhouse. And really out of both houses of Congress. Substitute psychology for religion and deify science. Science is a God now, but there is no God. You have to trust the science just like you have to believe all women and all minorities. You have to believe people based on their gender and their skin color, not on what's true. You can't believe in God, but science is God. The state is God. Easter is all about a bunny and an egg. Christmas is all about a tree and a bottle. Take from those who have and give it to those who wanted until nobody's willing to work anymore. And then force them back to labor camps. Socialism, communism. And we don't teach history anymore. We don't focus on that. Not enough, not nearly enough. So we have no idea anymore 
the horrors, the tens of millions that were killed by socialism and communism. So we think, oh, well, we'll try it here again. Leftism, just a different shade of Nazism, fascism, socialism, communism. Separate families. Separate the children from their families. Separate children from God. That was the goal of the socialist states in the Soviet Union, and that's exactly what we do today in school. Make the day longer and longer and longer. Tell women they can't work at home. That's sexist. That's slavery to love your husband and raise your children. You have to go work for another man in a corporate office and give him all your time and energy and youth. Have sex with whoever you want, as long as it's not your husband in marriage. And they tell men, look to the bottle. Look to the pill. You're too violent. You're too masculine. Masculinity is toxic. We'll give you a pill and take care of that. Drink yourself into oblivion. We need more feminine men. You need to be more like women. He ends, if I were Satan, I'd just keep doing what I'm doing. And the whole world would go to hell as sure as the devil. We are. And we are. And the only way to counteract it is to get back to God and Jesus Christ. Unapologetically. To our foundational principles. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks.